And whose side are you on? Starboard side. You're on the starboard side. Hard starboard. Hello, my fellow Floridians. Happy Monday to you. Welcome to the starboard side. Thanks so much for stopping by today. Hope you had a good weekend. I am your host, Jake, and today I'd like to discuss what the uh, top Democrats in the state were getting up to this weekend, and that was uh, delivering speeches and, and having meetings uh, at the conference organized by NOW, or the National Organization for Women in Tampa. Uh, Senator Bill Nelson was there. Uh, three of the four Democratic gubernatorial candidates were there. Basically, it was a pretty typical campaign stop, but the topic of the day was, of course, women's issues, so I figured we'd use this as a jumping-off point to discuss some of those ourselves. And specifically, I guess I'd like to start with, uh, what exactly are women's issues today in, in modern America? I mean, women have equal rights under the law. Women can vote, last time I checked. Um, the, the wage gap, well, you know, let's go line by line. Let's just take a look at some of the, the common arguments that, that the people on the left make uh, for, for what really troubles women in, in modern America. Uh, let's start with the wage gap. In case you don't know, this is fairly elementary stuff, uh, but if you don't know, the wage gap is a myth. This idea that keeps getting perpetuated by uh, the media and by government officials, uh, this concept that women make, uh, and it changes, but something like 87 cents on the dollar uh, compared to a, what a man makes. This is quite simply untrue for a number of reasons, uh, but it stems from, and I don't have it right in front of me, but I believe it's a, a stat from uh, the Bureau of Labor Statistics, uh, but that specific study does not take into account uh, hours worked, uh, tenure at a company, degrees. I mean, it doesn't take into account a whole uh, host of other factors. All it does is take the average of what all men, all working men make versus the average of what all working women make. So it doesn't take into account overtime and, and you know, full-time hours, etc. And by the way, just take this simple test. If we could pay women less than men, why aren't most companies, you know, just staffed entirely by women? It doesn't make any sense. So, so there's that one. That, that's automatically off the table. That, that's a silly argument. Uh, again, women already have the right to vote. Uh, but some people are pushing for what they call the, the ERA, or the Equal Rights Amendment. And essentially what that is, well, I'll go ahead and read it for you. The amendment says... Uh, equality of rights under the law shall not shall not be denied or abridged by the United States or by any state on account of sex. Uh, essentially, this is redundant. There are several laws in the Constitution that reflect equality based on sex, but uh, this amendment is so vague that it opens up all kinds of uh, potential issues legally down the road. Like, for example, uh, will that force then women to sign up for the draft? You know, to, to be drafted into the military. Uh, according to that law, potentially that could be enforced as, as mandatory for both men and women, which is obviously something I think most people don't want. But again, women are already equal under the law. So what are the issues that women specifically face in this country? Well, let's now turn to uh, the organizer of the event on Saturday that all these Democrats were, you know, were at. Uh, this is a group called NOW, the National Organization for Women. What, what are their main concerns and, and what's their, their sort of uh, organizational agenda? Well, and on their website, they list uh, ratifying the Equal Rights Amendment, which we just discussed, 
uh, mobilize for reproductive justice. We'll get into reproductive justice, quote-unquote, in a minute. Uh, advance voting rights. Now, you, you see that and you realize, okay, wait, women already have the right to vote. What they're talking about here is removing, for example, identification for voting and that sort of thing. And then, here's the kicker. This is a major women's issue, right? Protect immigrant rights. What does that have to do with women whatsoever? Both the voting rights thing and the protect immigrants issue. Obviously, the answer is nothing. They have nothing to do with women's rights or, or women's issues. But this NOW organization is just another part. It's just another wing of the giant Democrat machine that tries to churn a whole bunch of useful idiots out on election day to try to push through the rest of their agenda. I mean, this is all part of their playbook, right? This is, this is how they think. They don't think of people as individuals. They think of them as, as groups, as group identities, right? They're black people. They're minorities. They're women. They've turned half of the population of the world into a special interest group. It's absolutely bananas. But again, this is what the, what the liberals do. They don't see you as an individual person. They see you as part of a hierarchy of, of group identities. So now let's let's move on to the one thing that, that does seem to be consistent uh, across women's rights movements and, and discussions of, of women's issues, and that, of course, is abortion. Now, we're, I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty of the abortion debate right now. We'll save that for another time. But I don't think this is fully a women's issue, maybe in part. But I think the real question here is, is when does life begin, right? That That's what we need to discuss here, because at some point we need to agree that that baby is in fact a baby and in fact a human but what point does that begin is it at conception is it at 20 weeks uh, whatever uh, again this is the nitty-gritty of the abortion debate but it has nothing to do with women specifically right because your rights end at the point that you start infringing on other people's rights that, that's how our laws are set up do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting somebody else so we need to establish when a, a fetus is, in fact, a human person, and then we can discuss what your rights are, because then we have that line drawn, right? So again, this is not specifically a women's issue, and in fact, the, the big women's march that happened just after Trump's inauguration, they explicitly did not want pro-life women there. So again, this is just a Democrat agenda-pushing machine, and it's uh, it, it's very, very frustrating. Uh but let's keep it moving again. Let, let's keep looking at something more uh, more timely, more, more relevant in today's news cycle. And that is, of course, the idea that Trump is anti-women, uh, that Trump is some sort of misogynist, uh, uh, evil guy who's, who's looking to enslave women and shackle them to the kitchen sink. I, I will grant you here and now that Trump is not a perfect man. He's far from it. Uh, he, he's obviously he's on wife number three, which he uh, cheated on wife number two with and wife number two. He cheated on wife number one with, you know, it, this guy has a, a past with women. But does that translate to uh, number one, Trump hating women for some reason? And number two, does that translate to Trump's uh, actual policies and, and the way he organizes his administration? And I'd say emphatically, the answer is no. Again, the only uh, quote-unquote anti-woman thing he's run on is, is the abortion issue. He wants to overturn Roe v. Wade, which, by the way, half of the country, men and women, support. So again, that's not a binary, you know, women's issue. And now let's look at some of the, the people that Trump has surrounded himself with in his administration. We've got Transportation Secretary Elaine Chao, uh, Education Secretary, of course, Betsy DeVos, who women's organizations like now have torn apart 
Uh, we've got UN, amb- UN ambassador Nikki Haley, who is an absolute rock star. I mean, come 2024, if Nikki Haley runs as of right now, uh, I mean, I am all on board. We've got Small Business Administrator Linda McMahon, Homeland Security Secretary Christian Nielsen. Uh, we just had Hapsel be confirmed as the first ever director of the CIA, the first ever female director of the CIA. Does this sound like a woman hater? I mean, it does not make any sense whatsoever. Now, I'm speaking slightly hyperbolically here, but women's issues simply do not exist in modern America. But this is a battleground on which we have let the left completely take over. This is something that they use to rally the troops, so to speak. This is a a big motivating issue they have. I mean, just look at the size of the women's marches right after Trump got elected and then this past year as well. So we need to answer them. We need to meet them on the battlefield of ideas. And we need to not only just say that their uh, entire argument is, is mythological, is made up, but we need to provide something as well. Because unfortunately, that's what people see politics as. It's not just, you know, enshrining the Constitution. It's not just uh, making sure that that your rights are not being infringed. It's also, what have you done for me lately? And so, uh, just two quick things that you can mention to somebody when you start, you know, debating about women's rights and what, you know, the Trump administration has done for women or or is looking to do for women. Number one, again, you've got that whole list uh, of prominent women that Trump has put. uh, And uh, by the way, I forgot to mention Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who, again, she's an absolute pit bull up there. Uh, She's really leading the charge uh, at at trying to to bring down this, this Democrat media complex. Um, But again, you could list all of these prominent women that Trump has featured in his administration. And then you can just pivot over to economic issues and how those affect women. You know, a big one, for example, is health care. You know, obviously, women's health care costs more than men's. And so we, again, us on the right and Trump's agenda in general, uh, is trying to, for example, remove Obamacare and other restrictive medical policies that bring the costs of, of medicine and the cost of health care up. We want to bring the cost of health care down, which would, which would benefit women more so than it would men. So there's just a couple of examples of things that you can bring up when you're talking to your friends and your neighbors and your coworkers uh, about politics and, and more specifically women's issues. And if you'd like uh, more ideas or if you'd like to see more uh, of their side exposed and, and you want more uh, handy gadgets, so to speak, in your, your political tool belt, uh, your p- political utility belt, uh, then you need to keep listening to the show. And the easiest way to do that is to subscribe on iTunes, uh, to subscribe on Google Play, uh, to interact with the show. And to do that, you want to go on Twitter, follow at starboard under, uh, excuse me, at starboard double underscore side, uh, the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the starboard side, and of course, the starboard side.com. Thank you guys very very much for listening. Uh, have a good Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been the Starboard Side.